hi guys uh, i am vijay from alumcom welcome to our podcast the silong saga i take immense pleasure in welcoming mr kailash choudhury from pgp 14 to our podcast mr kailash hails from chennai and i come from tamil nadu too so this goes without saying vanakkam thala vanakkam happy to be here and uh, be a part of uh, this podcast series uh, i've been following it uh, not very closely but yeah at least uh, you know heard all of the other podcasts that have come out so far uh it's a pretty good initiative you know i think uh, it goes places in um, she trying to uh, sort of talk about you know what happens at the institute uh, you know what uh, the mindset of uh, alum happened to be and uh, yeah i think overall it's it's uh, very good it's a good reckoning for everybody even uh, for me right this particular episode is going to be pretty good because uh, um for me you know my day to day job involves uh, talking to people around the world uh because i predominantly work in uh, you know sales and customer engagement so uh, this will be very good uh, because it'll it'll sort of be like a pause and uh, i'll get to know you know how it is that uh, i myself talk and you know i present uh outside of uh, the fact that i do it you know day in day out which tends to be very monotonous so yeah thanks a lot yeah for having so, me over so kailash my day was so lit you know we had the horse party and the golgappa competition hope hope you remember it yeah and, yeah yeah and we had the demo day for god sellers you know markathon ka flagship event and it was so fun hope your day was fun too my day was uh, intense hectic um uh, because uh, i work across multiple time zones so on average my day starts uh, you know pretty early uh, sometimes as early as even 5 sometimes it closes as late as even 1 in the night Uh, i mean not every day but uh, there's a lot of flexibility but it uh, i mean i have these you know varying times at which you know i end up working so that was there uh yeah otherwise uh, yeah, it's been relatively good i mean nothing much happening for the day so yeah so you are currently at bangalore right yeah i am in bangalore so kailash you told your day was so hectic was your life at times long more hectic or your work life more hectic i think work is more hectic uh and it's purely because you have a deliverable that is not for yourself mm-hmm. right uh, when it's for yourself you tend to have choices that you can make you know when you want to do something how you want to do something uh, that's not the same case with work and uh, because i work for a startup that's pretty deep in its own growth story uh so i'm sort of like a very integral part of that growth story right so which means my everyday efforts uh are a very important contribution to the organization's overall growth so uh, which obviously makes it uh, hectic having said that i it's uh, something that i love doing so uh, you know i really don't feel the burden of work um so yeah in that sense uh, it's good in a way Uh, because you also tend to learn you know a lot about what's happening across the world you know in the businesses that we work with in the markets that we work across uh, but otherwise the fact that it takes up a lot of time to do this and we are a small company uh, we are growing but uh, i mean a lot of the hand holding has to be done by a select number of people so yeah so i think compared to college this is more uh, you know hectic was the word you used so that college was very uh, in fact college was actually quite uh, i think chill 
um i was just uh, you know thinking earlier when you had asked me to come and uh, you know talk and i was just thinking saying you know how you have time to do so many things and uh, still also chill over and above that you know so i think at least for me personally uh the, the couple of years that i spent uh, at iim shillong was uh, was a very relaxing couple of years well, i mean obviously there will be those moments when uh, you know it's packed but on the whole yeah it was a very good uh, uh, well managed and uh, i mean there was no pressure so yeah to the for the audience um, kailas was at uh, shillong a week before and we happened to meet we had a very good conversation you know he visited both old campus and the new campus that's how we know each other so talking about that how was your experience you now coming back to the old campus and how did you feel seeing the new campus okay that's a good question um so my wife was also with me right so she actually liked the old campus right so uh, i think yeah that's one thing and obviously for me it, there'll be a lot of memories associated with the place uh, the new campus uh, personally i would uh, prefer more than the old campus for the simple reason that it sort of brings out the fact that it's a you know institution right which maybe the old campus has a very good uh, you know memory associated with it uh, it's very feel good it's you know uh, was once the summer palace and uh, i mean everybody could you know pretty much get around go to classes be in the hostel so i mean all of that was pretty good with the old campus but i think with the new campus the fact that it is huge uh you know the fact that it's an institution uh you know how are the classrooms structured you know how is how are the you know hostels and uh, you know faculty quarters structured the fact that you have like a football field um you know you have uh, badminton you have basketball and uh, so that whole bit i think plays out very well into the concept of uh, you know an institute and if you look at any nationalized or large you know university or institute across the world right these are all sort of basic facilities and amenities that uh, are essential to you know the uh, campus life so the new campus is definitely definitely more um, in that segment uh, versus the old campus uh, having said that the old campus definitely was uh, you know a charm of its own so the fact that you know it was right in the middle of town and you know you could go anywhere immediately you know you had places to eat right outside of the campus that was that and uh, yeah i mean you don't really have to travel too far you know between classes and uh, the rooms uh, you know to eat and uh, i think because you're in a place uh, you know like shillong like in meghalaya most of what you want to see is any which way outside of the campus right so uh, i think from that sense uh, yeah that's how the old campus played out uh none of it is missing the new campus except for the fact that you know it's still uh, a certain distance away from you know the town but that's also good because it means that everybody doesn't have to keep going into town to do everything right people can then choose to explore other places as well so it will have its own you know way that it plays out so uh, the new campus is surrounded by forest mm-hmm. we have like a few waterfalls surrounding new campus mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So even if you trek to a forest a week you know i i don't think we'll be able to explore you know places around the new campus yeah in fact uh, i think you guys should all start mapping you know uh, local treks and routes in and around that place and uh, yeah i mean meghalaya as such is very beautiful right uh, every probably 20 kilometers you have a very different landscape something different to do so it's good if there's something that you guys also identify uh, you know around that site and uh, yeah that will be good recreation as well yeah so speaking about you know meghalaya 
so when when i when i had a few im calls uh, what people told me was im shillong's major disadvantage is its location which is true to some extent mm-hmm. uh, and what do you think about it like is it really a disadvantage if it's a disadvantage how can we leverage it um see i think it's a disadvantage okay and um, i'll give you a couple of points on why uh, but i think the disadvantage is uh, sort of begun to change purely because of uh, you know the covid pandemic right which is for the past 2 years things have pretty much become um, you know online so interviews are have been uh, happening online you know i interviewed at the campus uh, you know over uh, what was zoom calls and google meets so uh, so because of that i really don't think that is a very big disadvantage number one uh but now that everybody is you know again going back into the physical world because they are exhausted of you know two years of you know being online uh, i think it'll again play out a little bit but it's no longer like a massive factor but having said that i'll tell you why i think it's a big disadvantage and i'm really putting the lens of you know somebody coming in from the corporate or recruiting right which is uh when we do recruitment the ideal scenario that we would prefer is you know if you have to come to the campus in person you would want to probably you know pick up a morning flight from wherever you are right um, go to the campus uh, get all the interviews done and probably pick up the last flight out and get back home you know for the night and i mean it has consequences because most of the people who will come in to interview are people at you know pretty senior positions or you know at pretty important uh, roles so which means that their uh, presence at office is very important right so they would like to do everything in one single day that's number one second is if it's a question of you know i have to come um, you know i have to then sort of drive all the way from guwahati to shillong and a lot of places don't have direct flights to guwahati as well right so that's another disadvantage so when that is the um, scenario people really look would try to look at it as you know 3 days for an interview is a long shot right so it really one puts a lot of stress on you know their everyday work and uh, in addition to that uh, there is a the fact that most of the time i don't think they'll also be able to tie it up with uh, you know any sort of a personal trip as well okay so because they'll probably come mid week so it's not something where you know i can extend and say hey i'm going to have a holiday because you go around you actually want to spend more than 2 days doing all of that right nobody's going to come all the way to shrang just for 2 days so keeping that in mind i think it's pretty uh, i mean it can be looked at as a disadvantage um but i also think that uh, a lot of times it's just a question of how people try, want to look at it as well right because there are different ways in which this can be handled if for example tomorrow you know the northeast sort of becomes a very important uh, you know investment for a lot of businesses right and we are actually seeing that grow as well over the years so there will definitely be a point where you know people would come and say you know hey uh, this is an you know an investment worth making in terms of time and effort and that's the case if for example people want to go you know let's say to a dharamshala it is a direct flight but there's still a lot of travel that is involved right so i think it's pretty much a case for any place that people would look at as a remote and i think uh, today's purview is you know anything outside of a uh, you know delhi mumbai bangalore you know some of the top metros people would generally tend to think you know that's accessibility is always going to be a challenge so it's not any different from anywhere else in the country right so it's just the fact that oh because it's it's a region that a lot of people generally don't tend to visit a lot of people really think it's too far away i think it just plays out in people's minds 
outside of that i really don't think uh, anything else is a challenge except for this you know one day uh, visit that uh, companies would actually like to do when it comes to recruiting and that also can now be overcome because you know people can either travel all the way to guwahati that's one or number two companies can also do the whole process online it's so just a question of uh, how it's facilitated yeah so even when i was choosing not like i i grew up in a very remote place you know very remote part of tamil nadu so all my life i have lived in a rural place so my whole concept was i wanted to live in a metro city i wanted to have that experience so i think you know northeast wouldn't make a difference because it's going to be the same but northeast was completely different it is it is completely different and the experience of the mark which i get here i think i i, do, I don't know to name it but uh, this is something on which i can't put a money value you know maybe down the line you know meeting with these people you know people from shillong and all they are completely different and they are so good see that's a very important point you know because i think um, one of the things reset has offered me is a chance to experience some cultural diversity you know before i came to shillong um i had traveled to all states in the country except for the northeast right and uh, even if you sort of look at uh, you know wherever i have stayed you know chennai you know mumbai pune bangalore um most of the people that you encounter are probably people who are used to living um, in cities right so they first understand and they tend to behave in a certain manner uh, there are certain you know unsaid norms that are there in terms of how city life happens and uh, if you look at people coming in from you know different places across the country um uh, there's not too much of diversity except for the fact that you know the probably language is something um you know who you uh, you know sort of uh, worship probably that might be slightly different everybody has their own you know quirks everybody has their own you know way of talking way of doing things so but that's sort of acceptable right that, that's that's the case even let's say between two people who come from chennai Yeah, there's there's a lot of difference because every, everybody is unique and uh, if you actually go to the northeast it's it's a little bit more diverse is how i would put it okay. for the i mean simply put uh what bangladesh is closer to me right now than meghalaya right so if that is the case then um, there's also the fact that because it's a little bit more further to the uh, you know east the concept of how your average day works uh, from the perspective of the sun is very different it, it tends to probably at 5 in the morning the sun is already up and the sun sets at like you know 4 here i'm used to the sun setting after 7 right so all of that will give you a lot of perspective uh, plus i think it's very important that you know you go to and even within the northeast there are all of these micro cohorts right different uh, you know tribes different kinds of people from different states so uh, i think that has been a very good part of uh, you know and something that i'll cherish you know from my days in shillong because you tend to you know, travel across the north east see different kinds of people and like i said because people don't come there too often you don't know when you're going to do it next right traveling anywhere else in the country is mostly like you know a flight journey away and then you're in a certain city or a certain town uh, not the case with the north east as much so yeah so even i feel good about you know choosing i am shillong here i get to get my mba pretty much good placements plus i get to explore a lot in these yeah. few years yeah. i wouldn't have got you know if i had chosen some other i am so that's good but you you chose i am shillong way back in 2014 and mm-hmm. it's been almost a decade mm-hmm. and i am shillong was pretty much new back then so mm-hmm. 
like how did you take the leap of faith and choose amshala see uh, okay i'll not kid myself okay i'm pretty sure everybody has their own pecking order in terms of the institutes that they would want to get in so uh, at one point i had a choice between uh, three of them okay and uh, for all practical purposes the other two were actually older um for some reason um somebody told me that you know finance at iim shillong was pretty good and uh, i think professor saravanan who was you know there at the time uh, he used to write uh, articles i think in the financial express if i'm not wrong so the fact that you know there's actually a face um, you know which i'm able to relate to and if i'm not wrong i think he was also one of the people who interviewed me during my interview as well so uh, i said okay you know maybe i want to do finance and amongst the three this is something that i would like to choose because that's what that's that's the perception that that was there in my mind at that point of time whether it was right whether it was wrong whether it was informed or not um, is something different but um, i mean that perception was there in my mind that's number 1 and um, see number 2 is uh, it was also a slightly different evaluation that uh, i ended up doing and in fact that's something i would actually recommend to a lot of candidates as well uh recently my sister in law has also been uh, applying for uh, you know her mba and we pretty much use the same mechanism to do this right which is um what are the odds of you sort of completing your course and going out with a job which ideally pays you more than what your fee is and whatever you want to add you know additional uh, you know line items to that uh so ideally i would look at it as when you sort of look at the institute you're going to be paying a certain amount of fee for the two years so a lot of people also tend to take loans right so the intent should be you know what is the best bet for you in terms of a placement when you actually go assuming you're in it for the placement so uh, generally you try to look at you know companies that come in what is the you know average package like uh, what is the highest package uh, and how does that compare with the fee that you're going to pay because mostly people would like to you know try and do away with such liabilities like loans uh, as quickly as possible right so it's it's an investment when you get in but the second you leave it's now a liability right so you want to look at it from that angle and uh, generally look at you know the placements number one and uh, in addition to that uh, i can't seem to recollect who or how uh, but there was something about uh, diversity uh i mean having said that our batch was not very diverse but yeah you had like a lot of different people from different backgrounds but uh, there was something about you know how the i, I don't remember if i spoke to an alum or who it was but you know somebody said the way the institute itself uh, you know looks at candidates coming in there's a lot such sort of provided in terms of diversity right and that's over and above that point mechanism that you have when you clear the cat so uh that was one of the considerations and uh, yeah finally i think mostly it was to do with this this placement scenario and you know finance bit and uh, yeah i think amongst the three this is what i chose and it really worked out well you know i had a lot of the newer institutes as well and uh, i said you know no i'm i'd rather go for this so uh, and i mean there were some other you know personal reasons uh, yeah coming to your life at amshalong so you were a part of pr committee right Yes, or PR cell as PR cell. Oh, it's called PR committee now, is it? Yeah, it's PR committee. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, how did you end up at PR committee, and how was your experience? So that's all for today's episode. See you guys next Friday to hear more about Kailash's life and his journey at Amsterdam.
i personally feel that uh, you really don't learn too much in the classrooms right uh, the, the today me is wiser than the yesterday me right so i have to be diplomatically correct you don't have to be diplomatic 